welcome to episode number 36 of the Monica Amazur podcast. I am Monica, your host, and I am so glad that you are here. Are you someone who's been questioning your ability to lose weight from your midsection and you're blaming your age and you're blaming your sex and you're blaming your genetics and maybe even menopause, but you're forgetting to acknowledge that you're drinking wine multiple times each week. You're forgetting to remember that you have mimosas at lunch, sweet drinks with dinner, and more throughout the week. Here is the thing. Let's talk about alcohol and weight loss because I think that many of you forget or are in denial about the consequences of drinking. You see, I've been working with women and men over the last 14 years and helping them with fitness, nutrition, and mindset. And I will not be digging into the special chemical things that happen in your body, and I'm not going to be giving you big terms. I'm just going to give you all of this in layman's terms, okay? Over the last 14 years, as I worked with people, I have never seen a person who drunk regularly who got in amazing shape, period. That's it. Specifically the midsection on women, it just, I almost, and again, this is generalization, but I almost couldn't pinpoint when I was working in person with people, who were the people who drank alcohol and who were the people who didn't or barely did. I personally rarely drink alcohol. I'll have a glass of plum wine here and there with my sushi at um, an Asian restaurant. It's a very sweet liquor, so it's my dessert. Um, I will have a good mojito every couple of months and maybe a glass of rosé, but literally that's gonna be like once a month or less, a glass. I've always been this way. I grew up with my parents never drinking, even though I'm Polish and Polish people are known to drink. I never really uh, had the example of my parents drinking. Uh, Drinking was not taboo. I probably had a first glass of wine with my parents at home um, as a 16 or 15 year old even. It was never a thing. Um, It was not taboo, therefore I never wanted to drink. Um, And that's that. I had one uncle who was an alcoholic and I saw his kids um, and the whole family just being torn and years later he died of cancer. So I I mean I don't have any trauma specifically myself around alcohol but it's just just not my thing. I like to be cautious and, and I like to be knowing what's going on. Um, maybe I'm a control freak, maybe, yes, maybe a recovering one. I just don't like to be out of control. I don't like to not know what's going on. I don't like to be tipsy. I don't like to be taken off my top game myself. And um, I'm funny, I'm comfortable with people and using alcohol for that I mean I used to be super shy and we'll talk about it some other time and I you know this could be a a helpful tool for someone who's super shy or super introverted to you know be able to socialize with people and do things but really that's a band-aid solution not a long-term solution to just slap um, a drink slap a band-aid I don't know because other things could go um, in the same category like like you know smoking weed or stuff like that but that's just not my thing so back to alcohol I as I worked with people in person I never ever ever Um, had a client who regularly drank alcohol who had abs to be jealous of. (laughs) I mean it. Um, 
sleep is impacted by you drinking big time and so this is something that i see on clients who are now between 30 and 50 majority of folks that i work with um it's big deal because when your sleep is impacted you're more likely to eat poorly you're more likely to be irritable you're not recovering properly you're aging quicker your workouts are lagging all of it so just basically the extra calories from alcohol the fact that your mindfulness goes down and suddenly all the foods that you would normally not have become like oh no big deal because i'm tipsy and then last but not least your sleep and recovery is uh, super duper compromised so you're not reaching a deep sleep you're not recovering properly when you're hungry you want carbs and sugar and caffeine to um, not when you're hungry when you're not rested when you're not rested you're more hungry for sweets you want caffeine it's just really not beneficial for you as a human being and as an aging human being and we all are aging no matter if you're 30 40 or 50 um, it's just not good so my advice to you is take a look at your alcohol consumption if there's something that you are um, struggling with if weight is something that you're struggling with and then um, you know just really look at the numbers right because it's not my job to tell you what to do it's not my job to say this is good or this is bad but be realistic with yourself don't walk around with your head in the clouds thinking oh it's not that bad it cannot be it uh, one story comes to my mind um, once I worked with this woman who for months couldn't lose weight and she was just you know struggling and struggling and struggling and Friday and you know and I was helping her with nutrition and training and we were talking literally every single day and something was there and so one day we're, I'm checking on her and it's Friday and she goes you know Monica usually on Friday I would have a bottle of sangria but today I will not and I was like whoa 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 wait what and so she admittedly said that she would normally on Fridays have a bottle of sangria by herself and so I was like listen let's do the math let's do because I asked her how many calories is this how much sugar is it and she was like oh, I don't know I mean it can't be that bad right that's what she said it cannot be that bad so we did the math on the specific bottle that she was drinking on the specific um, drink that she was having and that you know after doing all the math we calculated that this alone was costing her a few pounds that she was you know either not losing or gaining um, because of the amount of calories and so she was shocked and she was like oh my gosh I didn't know so if you don't think it's that bad or if you don't think it's you know causing you any problems do the actual math start logging it start putting it down so you are aware of what you're doing because again my job here is not to tell you what to do. You're not right for not drinking. You're not wrong for drinking, but act accordingly with your goals and values and your uh, priorities, right? And so if your priority is to drink with your f husband every night, cool, drink, but then don't expect from your body to have a six pack and be ripped, especially if you are 35 plus, it's just not gonna happen. It's not realistic. If you're drinking every single night, it's just not gonna happen and your workouts will not change anything and your other you know, your nutrition is not gonna change anything. It's just, just a simple math, right? So when you're doing something, again, and here my job is not even to trigger you tickle your pickle none of that my job here is to make you aware of the consequences so when you're choosing your your when you're making your choice when you're choosing your choice when you're choosing your choice when you're choosing a glass of wine or three um, or not 
that you're doing it mindfully, okay? So my stand on it is that I'll have it here and there and I'll enjoy it for the taste, for the flavor of it. But when it comes to um, just doing it regularly as a habit, I just don't, I, it's just not my thing. So, um, and side note, people perform, people's performance in any realm um, correlates with how the situation occurs to them. So I have a client who wanted to quit drinking and she was like, you know, but I like it because it's like a glass of wine and open the wine and have a glass. And I said, okay, well, picture uh, mommy juice, picture mommy juice, all the, the culture. And I think that is <laughs> questionable, but it is what it is. Mommy juice, right? Picture yourself a mom in a messy house whose children are screaming. She's all messed up. And she, of course, that's like a caricature of, you know, what we want to present here, but kids are screaming, her hair is messy, the house is messy, and she's pouring herself mommy juice. Now, instead of seeing this as a sophisticated something, see yourself over there. And this person is childless, and she's single, and she's traveling the world. She's not, you know, going to be a caricature of a mom. Uh, again, nothing to moms, but mommy juice, I am not a big fan of calling wine mommy juice, and um, it, it's just not a good example, but everyone's doing whatever they think is right. So back to the wine make it occur less classy, less sophisticated to yourself, and suddenly things change. So for that client, that worked. But again, look at the reality of drinking. Look how it impacts you. Look how it impacts your health. Look how it impacts your sleep. You can actually measure your sleep and see how deeply you're sleeping. Look how it impacts your um, weight. Look how it impacts your skin. And then choose for yourself. That's it, as always. Thank you for being here. Um, if you got value, as always, rate and review. Share with the people who might benefit. And I appreciate you being here. Thank you.